This is Deserter, the podcast that asks, is everything you've thought up until this very moment wrong? Plus, do you fancy a pint? Our mission, to abjure the rat race, defy conformity, and piddle about indefinitely. And also, do you fancy a pint? You already said that. I just wanted to make sure that the core message wasn't getting lost in all the other words. Fair enough. Cheers to that. Cheers, mate. In this episode, the art of conversation, the unexpected delights of urology, and, like I said, beer. Plus, our main topic, how to live well for less, or live like a king on fuck all. Yeah, except we won't be able to call it that on uh, iTunes, will we? No, we won't. They would have us hung, drawn, quartered, and then each quarter shot. <laughs> we could call it My Mother Wrote a Porno or something, get us up the charts a bit. Good idea. Mm. Who needs Heather in marketing? Yeah. We do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt's on Heather's side now, ever since she brought in those pasties. Yeah, it's easily bought. I'm Dirty South. And I'm Dulwich Raider. And we're daytime drinking. So, Raider, what's been up you since we last met? (laughs) Oh, very good, very good, very amusing. Yes, I'm hoist by my own petard, aren't I? Rewinge. Yeah, I I was uh, referred to the uh, urology consultant by my doctor couple of weeks ago after mm-hmm. some tests got there early with a full bladder as advised and my first task was to pee in a bucket right, a bucket right. with a hole in it to test my urine flow oh right okay at last I thought while I was doing it something I'm good at yeah. pissing in a bucket and then uh, I had a chat with the doctor he said he was going to give me a digital examination oh you're into digital aren't you yeah I thought <laughs> I, I was desperately trying to Online, he was going to put me, put a computer near me or something. But I knew, mm. I knew. Right. So he asked me to take my trousers off, put them over on the chair next to his, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, up went his digit oh. Oh, without any ceremony. You know, there was no caretaking. It was very firm. What about, yeah. what about, rushed, what about some lube? <laughs> There's a little bit of lube. Yeah. But he said, does that hurt? Yes, I said. Right, he said it as he was pinging my prostate. Does that hurt? Yes, it does hurt, I kept saying until he stopped doing it. It reminded me of when uh, Half-Life had the same done to him. Do you remember? And the doctor asked him if he has anal sex. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, only when she's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But he didn't ask me that. He was just pinging my prostate and then pulled it out and sent me off on my way. What, pulled your prostate? (laughs) (laughs) His digit, his digit. I was, you know, I was in shock. It was only about half nine in the morning. I yeah, haven't woken you, up at this no, stage. No, you don't really have bum play till later in the day, do you? No, I don't. Much, much <laughs> later. So you sent me on my way. And so I think, depending on the tests, next time out, I can introduce us to the wonderful world of MRI scanning. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Don't they just mint it? That's, I don't think part of it. I'm sure that's what my dad said. You know, if there's a problem with your prostate, they just mince it. Mince it. Yeah. Right. I did try googling that as you know, as research, but it turned out it's a band. There's a band called Minced Prostate. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a MySpace. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> so maybe he was into something. Maybe not my dad. No, no, he wouldn't have liked them. No, it's not his music, was it? No. Uh, so what have I been up to? You might ask. Oh. 
No, I was just having a sip of my beer. Oh, are you? Or are you? Have we? Um, are we still in your small intestine? Or no? Thank God. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Let's let's move out of there. Okay. All right. Well, I had a magnificent evening at Water into Beer in Broccoli, the bottle shop. Uh, oh, yeah. For a crisp and beer pairing That's evening. Right. Yeah, we heard about that last time, didn't we? Yes, we. Yes, I said I was going, and indeed I did. Um, <laughs> It was quite silly, as you'd imagine, but also they put a lot of thought into pairing the various flavours. Mm. It wasn't uh, a, an evening for the crisp purist, perhaps. Right. Uh, it wasn't like a lot of flavoured crisps, as I've sort of imagined. It was more a sort of history of snacks. Oh. Um, you know, so you started off with like salt and shake. Yes. You know, sort of original crisps. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah. some, then some salt and vinegar. Squares, which is sort of what, what were they paired with? They were paired with a pale ale from Magic Rock, which was delicious. Mm. Then we went controversially onto skips. Mm. Are they crisp? I mean, this is uh, they're, they're puffed, aren't they? Well, they tapioca. Puffy. Well, yeah. this is yeah, Are this is called uh, they're tapioca, mm-hmm. and they're, so they're based on the prawn cracker. Yeah, um, anything puffy, I wouldn't call a crisp. No, plus it doesn't it dissolve when on contact with liquid. Yes, you, we were advised to, to sort Get of it have it on our tongue, tongue and then pour in some uh, Saison Dupont, a Belgian Saison, yeah. which was very nice. Yes, uh, I was with Boto Dunk, Photo Dunk, Boutros, Boutros Dunk, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was very upset about the skips being in, in, you know, he thought that they're not crisps. But then we went on to Cheesy Watsits, so, you know, yeah. the, you know it, was, it was not about... It crisps. was crisp in a very general sense. In a very general yeah. sense. And then on to twiglets, you know. Ooh. Which, of course, were made with brewer's yeast. So they got yes. some homework there and, and uh, invented in Bermondsey at Peak Friends. And We've we, got our own um, crisps. Oh, well, let's try some, yeah. Yeah. This is um, pairing in action. Yeah. Crisp sommelier. This, we, uh, these are hand-cooked sea salt and black pepper flavour. Mm. Potato crisps. Dunk will be happy to I know. see. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll approve of that. And what are you drinking? I'm on the mosaic. Oh. Australian. And I'm on the Hepcat. I'm going to taste. Okay. So go. Tuck in, man. It's not a pasty. But. <laughs> <laughs> mm? That goes very well oh. with your mosaic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you went for that, given, given you know I've got a cold. Oh, shit it. <laughs> I'm sitting here with... Oh, damn. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I used to... I've given up calling it man flu, as you know, mm. um, because of the lack of sympathy it affords a chap. What do you call it now? I now call it the Widowmaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I'm Which using that. But after the twiglets, yeah. we uh, cleansed our palates with a Schofferhofer, which is Go a... a uh, a, a, a Radler, which is like a German shandy. It's half beer, oh, yeah. half grapefruit soda. What? Low alcohol. I mean, I know it sounds terrible, but it's quite refreshing, and it did cleanse the palate somewhat before the coup de gras, a 9% sour beer aged in Pinot Noir barrels, mm. matched with pickled onion monster munch. Oh, that is crack. That's classic. Yeah, it was. I mean, I probably wouldn't have gone for either of those, uh, but together, they've made a lot more mm, sense. Mm, mm. Dunk wasn't happy. He doesn't no, like a he, sour. Is it, is it just unhappy, maybe? Well, he's a man of strong opinions, mm. uh, I, I realise now. Um, but I finished off his sour for him because it was 9%, so I'm not throwing that away. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I can understand that the sour, you know, sour is a bit of a shock to the beer drinker, isn't it? It is. It's, um, it's, it's almost like beer for wine drinkers. Yeah. Uh, am I right in thinking they're like Lambic beers made with 
wild yeast, yeast from the air oh. that's all around us. I don't know. That is beyond my knowledge. Okay, well, uh, congratulations to Water into Beer. I mean, it's just a brilliant idea, isn't it? I yeah, like that yeah. it came to them because everyone else is doing more fancy tasting. Yes, I imagine it came out of a drunken conversation. Yeah. And um, uh, Yes, so thanks to Tim and Helen, yeah. who were great hosts on the night and made for a, a, a really fun evening. And I think, you know, it's good to be pushed in those scenarios. If everything was safe, mm. it possibly wouldn't be as memorable, but yeah. Dunk will never remember. I mean, forget <laughs> <laughs> the sour beer Monster Munch pairing. We went out the other night, didn't we? Ireland were playing, and oh. we went down to the Blythe Hill Tavern yes. in Catford. Perfect to place it. to watch a, a, any game, really. I mean, it's a brilliant pub. We've mentioned it before. We love it there. But, mm. um, yeah, to watch, uh, watch an Ireland game, World Cup qualifying game there was superb. I mean, any pub where you get into an argument about which is kept best, the Hophead or the Guinness, is the sort of pub I want to be in. Yeah. That's the argument I want to have. Yeah, sure. That's the argument of the night. And then you can settle it with a 6% elderflower cider. Yeah, I was very happy for Ireland. It was, you know, a great atmosphere in there. Quite sad for Wales. Actually. I was a bit Sorry sad to, for Wales, yeah. yeah but I don't like to see the crying children on TV. I know yeah. you do, but I, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Uh, and another f- f- uh, phenomenon that I uh, hadn't experienced before while we were there at, mm. uh, on uh, the South Circular was the fake Morleys. Mm. Now, if, you're, if you don't live in uh, South London, you've probably never seen a Morleys. Uh, mm. It's a chicken and ribs place that um, yeah. seems very popular after the pubs turn out. And uh, they're, they're so popular that people are faking it. I think there's like a, mm. a Monleys or something like that in yeah. the same font, you know. Yes, uh, that's right, yeah. 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 Same with Perfect Chicken. There's one in uh, Forest Hill called Perfect Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I've just had a spare F lying around. Yeah, yeah. And that'll that'll do. Perfect Chicken. (laughs) Brilliant. Um, So, yeah, that's the Blythe Hill Tavern in Catford. And one of the reasons we mention it is because Ireland obviously got through to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So we can do it all again twice in November. Yeah. See you there. And maybe four times if uh, Northern Ireland as well. I mean, yeah, that's true. Possibly. I yeah. don't know how they feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, what else have we been doing? I did a piece on the art of conversation, uh, the, the supposedly lost art of conversation, yeah. perhaps under attack from our technology. Yes, but very it, enjoyable. It, it, um, it's up on the website. Yeah, it goes along with our, our kind of uh, living like a king on fuck all theme in that it's it's free entertainment. It's DIY entertainment, isn't it? Yeah. And not only that, it's probably it's probably as it's, good as it gets. It is. I, I think so. Yeah. And it's it's hugely underestimated. People, People say you waste. You've just wasted your time. You've been down chatting with your mates at the pub again. People might say to they you. They might. Yeah. But in fact, that's what I aspire to. Yeah. That is that, the thing. That's the best thing. Yeah. It's definitely better than mime. Definitely better than mine, although mine wouldn't make it into my top 20, I'm going to be honest with you. Right. Modern interpretive dance? 92. <laughs> <laughs> and most theatre, you know, because it's you don't... You just, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's not as processed as, as, you know, as, you know, something that is scripted and, uh, and has been chewed over to try yeah. and get a specific emotional response from an audience. You, don't, just, know, you don't know where you're going to go, do you? No, you don't. A bit like this podcast. Yes, that is true. Perhaps we should um, get on to the main topic. <laughs> get, on, get on with it. Dragging, dragging man. The main topic, live like a king on fuck all. Nout.
So yeah. we'll probably say we'll on probably iTunes. call it Live Like a King on Now. That's a very good alternative. Well, a little bit of background on this. I mean, we're always talking about, aren't we? Work less. Yes. We're always talking about that. Mm. Go If you do five days a week, go down to three days a week. If you mm. do three days a week, go down to one day a week, etc. Yes. Keep going. Keep going. Um, but... We're not bloody idiots, one of us. We're, <laughs> we're aware that this will mean a cut in salary, it a cut in income. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so what, we, what we've devised over the years, and talking to various friends and acquaintances, is a number of techniques to supplement this loss of income. Mm. And it all came to a head, I think, when Spider left... His job. His, yes, he had a um, he had plum a job. Plum job in, in F1. Yeah, in the motor industry. You know, he tired of travelling the world, um, going to Monaco and yeah. Rio and partying with Valerie Bottas and other girls. Yeah, um, fed up with the champers, didn't he? Yeah, what did they call him? The uh, pit stop popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> and he quit his job. He quit his job yeah. and... Um, Spider found himself with now to do, but lots of time to do it in. Mm. And he, he reckoned he could live for two years in the, in the event. He, he made seven months, didn't he? Because he had lots of time in which to spend this money. Yeah. In which to spend his less money. redundancy, yeah. So we call this Spider's Web, which I think you'll agree is very clever. Oh, very clever. <laughs> 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 um, he was caught in Spider's Web. Right. Lots of time, mm. lots of time to spend money in that he just cut off at source. What can we do about this? What radio? can we do about it? What can we do about it? Um, without working. Obviously. Without working, yeah, without working. It was working as little as possible. So we, we've devised a number of gambits, haven't we? Shopping may be a mystery to most of us, I'm sure, but yes. um, mystery shopping mm. is a way in which you essentially can earn a bit of pocket money for being a fussy bugger. Mm, yes, now I can see why that would appeal to you. Yes, I'm. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm a classic nitpicker. You are a nitpicker, yeah. and uh, to be able to get paid for moaning about cleanliness, service, etc., being annoying, it, it, yeah, is, is a dream come true. For yeah. Me. So you can sign up with these agencies, who then assign you um, jobs to go to, for example, leisure centres or high street shops mm. and go in and, and report on service, yeah. quality of goods, etc. It's an important job. It is an important job, particularly when it comes to bars and bookies. Yes. Yeah, so in bookies you get some money to go and have free bets oh. and you stand near a machine and if they don't come over and um, show you how to use it, you can give them a bad rap. Yeah. Um, all, your, all your bets are... You get to keep all your winnings, sort of thing. This is all. This is all genuine yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm. And you and I went out, didn't we, to to a pub? Yeah. Uh, for, uh, was was uh, a year ago or so, wasn't it? Um, yeah. We got to be mystery boozers. We were mystery boozers at the old Salt Key in Rotherhithe. Yeah. Um, yeah, right on the river. Lovely. Yeah. And we had to be very specific about our order, didn't we? You had to have a large gin and tonic. I had to order a pint of Guinness, and it had to be served just so. Yeah. And then we had some food. Then we it's not get all another plain. drink. Yeah. No, we, it was. It was, it was yeah. We had to be on our metal. Yeah, we were grafting yeah. with that gin and tonic. Um, and the lovely thing about this particular one was that you um, were given a discretionary 
£50 voucher oh, yeah. if service was exemplary, if, mm. if it got 10 out of 10 perfection, mm. you could award this £50 voucher. So um, we, we decided to award the £50 voucher, whatever. <laughs> Obviously, you would. You would, yeah. I mean, we knew that was going to go. Mm. Um, and we were served by a number of people, and we picked our favourite server, didn't we? Yeah, um, what was his name? Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> And gave her 50 quid. Suddenly, we, we revealed who we were. We're mystery shoppers. Here's your 50 quid. It was all drinks on the house, wasn't it? We all mm. partied. The, yeah. Pulled the shutters down. We were there till six in the morning. Best afternoon of my life. Best afternoon. So, yeah, it can really work out in everybody's favour. Um, this is mystery shopping. And if you're interested in mystery shopping, you can Google Market Force or Market Checker, which are two um, outfits that allow you to do nitpicking professionally. <laughs> Great, that's a great service. One really. thing we might say, I might say, is you're not going to get rich from it. No, no. And there is a little bit of form filling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So it's not for the dilettantes like us. Yeah. That's what I probably that's do right. anymore. Yeah. Free cycling, you've had some experience with free cycling. I have, yeah. I mean, it's a great global network of uh, people giving stuff away. You can get almost anything from free cycle. Yeah. Uh, Google that if you're, if you're not aware of it. Um, there's usually something local to you. I mean, you can furnish your home from free stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can get your Christmas presents. Um, yeah, I know my mum still cherishes the empty gas cylinder that uh, I got her one year. Yeah, what does she use that? It's a planter, is it? Oh, well, she, she couldn't move it, so it's just <laughs> still by the sofa. <laughs> it's a bit heavy. I mean, um, there is a danger, is there not, that you start um, accepting things you don't actually need, like that second bath for the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it seemed like such swing a good idea. When you haven't got a garden. Yeah, swing that's true. shit in the kitchen. Uh, 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 there's no, no way around it. Can't, can't you tie it up so that it's only about six inches of string? That's not a bad That's idea. just a danger. It's just a danger. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, Roxy got a car. Got, she got her toy, Toyota. She did, that's yeah. right. But there was... Uh, wasn't there? <laughs> there, yeah, it, there was a funny smell, wasn't there? Yeah. And she discovered a bag of liver in the glove compartment. Yeah, I yeah. mean that was that was unfortunate. Hideous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that did. Um, uh, there was that wonderful conversation with her when we met her in the pub that evening. Yeah. She said to to us, um, "Do cars have livers?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Half Life said, um, "Well, why wouldn't they?" <laughs> Was it actually liver? Well, we don't really no. know. We, you know, I mean, oh, it looked God. a bit like liver. I mean, it didn't run as well once you took it out, crisps. which is a bit of a worry. <laughs> well, talking of cars, parking is a source of income in London in particular. If you've got to drive where, yeah. where, where in your house or where you're um, living, you can let it out to people who want to park. Great idea. In your drive, yeah, for, yeah. for £10 a day. Could um, you do it with somebody else's drive I think if you don't you, have I think a drive? You could. You just say to them, look, I've got a lot of mates, would you mind if they parked in your drive from time to time? Yeah. They'll have a different car each time. Yeah. Or you just cut them in. Mm. Why not? So that, that's um, just park or park on my drive, register with them, and you can uh, start making £10 a day. That's a meal at Weatherspoons. <laughs> Talking <laughs> for twos. Yeah. We're not on to Weatherspoons yet. Not yet, no, nearly no. Got, nearly got a segue in there. <laughs> um, betting, is no-risk betting is another oh, yeah. great source of income that yeah. can be as much or as little as you want, depending on how much you, you want to invest. 
Yeah. Um, but there, there, there are several ways in which you can earn money for nothing from betting without yeah. really gambling. Um, yeah. There are free bets that are available to, to new customers. Oh, okay. Um, uh, there are some deals like for, with... Uh, 365 for instance bet 365 if you bet 50 pounds before a game you might get a 50 pound free bet in the game uh, so you can back both sides yes. you know, say a win and uh, perhaps the, the away side's win is this a sponsorship read it's, it's not <laughs> no um, but yeah they, they, they often offer that that special on games that where nobody's really too mm. sure who's mm. going to win like say Huddersfield versus Man United. <laughs> um, matched betting is another one that, uh, that matchbetting.com has a tutorial and it will lead you through a, a quite, it is, you know, there's a bit of work involved, a bit of mm. readings, a bit of maths, mm. but it does have a, a calculator there which will work out if you're going to back a result, how much you need to back laying that result uh, okay. in order to stay out of. You know, and not have too much of a high liability. Uh, and if you if you read it carefully, you can make money. Uh, Thanks for that, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so let's to recap. You uh, look for a free bet offer from a N betting company. Yeah, you I mean, bet that one way on a game. Mm -hmm. And then you lay. You can lay the it on bet an exchange the other way on the exchange, yeah. and you make the difference. A, a betting exchange, like say Betfair or Smarket, somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have to make sure you read the terms and conditions because the large print giveth, and the small print taketh away. <laughs> well, in this case, that shouldn't be the case. Surely, if you read the small print, you will win. What you're saying is, you cannot lose. You cannot lose. No, yeah, if you do yeah. do as instructed. Saying, do read the small print. Do read the small print. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's match betting. What was the um, website for that one? Match betting. Matchbetting.com. Yeah, yeah. Matchbetting.com. Uh, there are several of them. Yeah, but that is. One you can make a few hundred good a, a month. Again, I looked at that, but. For me, it was just, it was too hard. Yeah, you do have to pay attention, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and don't definitely do don't drunk. do it. No, yeah. don't do it drunk or no, stoned. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one one I could get my head round was uh, cheap grub, taste card, gourmet mm. society, those mm. sort of things where um, they're advertised like for seventy quid, but you can pick them up for twenty five quid if you Google it. Take your taste card, wave it around town, and you get fifty percent deals or two for one deals in restaurants that no one else wants to go to at four in the afternoon yeah. on a Wednesday. Date uh, afternoon. <laughs> that's date afternoon, darling. Yeah. What are you doing at 11 a.m. <laughs> Monday morning? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, you, you will have to be prepared to be in empty restaurants, but mm. um, some of the deals are excellent and also include wine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, and then you, you know, if, if, it, if it is empty, you, you can go in your pajamas. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't have one at the moment. I gave because one I used most was um, Pizza Express, and I suddenly realised that Pizza Express was just twice as expensive as all other pizza places. Ah, so yeah. all I was doing is bringing Pizza Express down to a realistic cost. Right. So what's the mm. fucking point? Now I just go to um, better pizza places like Theo's in Campbell yeah. or Franco Manca. Mm. Um, so I don't have one at the moment, um, but I do remember Half-Life saying about Pizza Express, anyone who pays full price at Pizza Express is a cunt. 
Yeah. Which he tried to get as their marketing slogan for a little while, didn't he? Yes, yeah. his, his marketing career didn't really no, take off, no. did it? No. Um, although what he knows about paying for any meal, yeah, I've got a clue. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where that came from. Talking of uh, weather spoons, booze. <laughs> 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 where were we? Okay. Some, some items ago, I think oh, uh, I Matt's see. mucked it up in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> I see, yes. I Sorry, mean, guys. <laughs> if you are going to live like a king on fuckle, yes, you must always be mindful of cheap booze offers. And happy hours are your friend. Yeah, log them and uh, exploit them. Micropubs are also your friend because their beer is much cheaper than... Um, Pubs, generally speaking, are mostly nicer and uh, mostly nicer. Always cheaper. Yeah, they're, they're always sort of under four pounds, aren't they? Some, yeah, of, some of them yeah, are around yeah. three. You know, um, tap rooms are, of course two uh, because it's straight from the source. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they're a bit cheaper. Um, and of course, weather spoons. I mean, yeah, what can you say? Yeah, they're not the greatest of uh, venues, but you know, two pound twenty nine for a lovely pint. Yeah. Less if you've got a camera card. Exactly. Uh, it's always well kept. It is. I mean, the beer's good. I mean, yeah, some are better than others, it has to be said. But, um, yeah, you can't argue with the price point. And, of course, the other thing is bringing your own and, and uh, you know, finding a great location yeah. to drink a bag of cans with yes. your mates. You know. <laughs> we did mention this in a podcast gone by, didn't we? Yeah, uh, so I won't go Best into. places to bring your own booze. I think it was called what to do in London when it's hot or something like that. Right. If you want to check it out. But yeah, we went through a number of prime locations to pitch up with uh, your own. Yeah. There's nothing quite like it, is there? A couple of mates, one's got a bottle of this and you've got a bag of that. Exactly. Sit down for the afternoon. Laughing your tits off. Yeah, and enjoying the art of conversation. Indeed. Which is also free. Uh, we do have an occasional hashtag on Twitter, don't we? Mm, hashtag Pintwatch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if you find a, a bargain, yeah, share it. Yeah, um, it's about sort of alerting people. Uh, and it's not going to run out. Oh no, no, it might run out. What might run out? <laughs> the beer. Yes, it might run out. Beer yeah, might yeah. run out. Yeah, no, keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, yeah. So, for example, the Hermit's Cave and Stormbird in Campwell both mm. do a hophead mm. or something similar. For yeah. three pound twenty, yeah, brilliant. Every day, all day, you know, this mm. is this is um, knowledge that should be needs to be urgently universal. Yes, spread the love. One other way that you can uh, live like a king on fuck all <laughs> is by becoming a student. And mm. it may sound counterintuitive because obviously we associate students with being poor and not having very much money. Yes. Um, but, but, but that's why they have so many concessions. That's so many concessions, yeah. Everywhere. And as you know, I, uh, as part of the Deserter project, mm. I um, committed myself to studying Google Analytics for a year. Yes, how's that going, Radio? It's been, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been, you sound like the guy on Dulwich Hamlet turnstiles now. <laughs> uh, it's going well, thanks, going good, yeah. 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 Um, I found a Google Analytics course on Woucher, mm. um, not, 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 not because it was the cheapest course there, <laughs> I can see that's what you're looking at in your yes, eye, yes. good eye. It did occur to me. Um, Google Analytics, 9.99 for a year's course, <laughs> yeah. uh, which allowed me, there was an, a course on uh, eCareers, I think it was called, eCareers, mm. which happens to be owned by um, the NUS, ah. who do the NUS Extra Card, right. so for an extra smallish fee. I could allow myself, I got myself an NUS extra card, which gets me student discounts all around Everywhere. the town, yeah. all around the country. Yeah. Yeah. There was Google Analytics. There's also uh, 
you know, languages, for example, or perhaps um, accountancy would be good for you, numbers. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> you could do that for, I think it was only 19.99. I don't have one at the moment because I was shamed on the turnstiles at Dulwich Hamlet by people, uh, by the, uh, you know, the uh, turnstile operator asking me if I was still studying. Right. Yes, I am still studying, I would say. Um, and I think I've actually quit the pitch for all mature students now because the discounts at Dulwich Hamlet FC now only apply to students 25 or under. Oh, yeah. Ruined oh. it. Sorry, mature students. Oh, uh, Raider. <laughs> really? But yeah, there are plenty of other discounts. You know, yeah. three quid off Legoland. <laughs> Get in. Uh, and another way to um, live like a lord is to become a lord. I don't know quite how you do it. I mean, I guess yeah. you're either born to it or, or you're, you're given it by mm. uh, someone, but they seem to have quite a good deal where a, a great number of lords mm. don't do anything at the House of Lords. Uh, they do point. no speaking or, or, or committees or table any questions and yet still uh, rake in like 40 grand in expenses. That's um, a very good point. Yeah. But someone did defend their role by saying, um, well, you know, speaking is not the only way in which they contribute to, uh, yeah. to, to, to our uh, partial democracy. Um, you know, so they obviously do a lot of listening. And of course, the great thing about listening is you can do it with your eyes closed. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. like our producer. <laughs> in conclusion then I, I think we could say we encourage people to give up work and with these techniques you can fill in the lost salaries you can, the lost yeah. income there's no, nothing to fear if you go down from five days a week to four days a week yeah, you can you can make it up through become a mystery shopper, free cycler parking, free betting Cheap eats, etc. Yeah. Never forget the booze. Don't don't do the booze and the betting at the same time. Yeah. Um, you can afford to work less. Mm. Do it. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Right. What's next? News. 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 Pub and beer news. There's a lot of openings and closings, so I'm going to sort of rattle through them a little bit. Please, um, yeah, yeah. Um, the Dirty South pub, which has been closed since the riots of 2011, has reopened on uh, Lee High Road at long last. That's where you got your name from. I, I, I nicked their photo, and yes, I, I do get oh. tweets from time to time asking me if I'm open. <laughs> Which of course you are. <laughs> yeah, I am indeed. Yeah, I haven't been there yet while it's open, but uh, I will. I will do shortly. Uh, I did make it to uh, Deptford Esquire, which is supposedly a pop-up micropub, but mm. it's not a micropub as we know it. Mm. There's no cask ale. It's oh. keg beer, kegged beer and bottles, and um, Punjabi food from uh, Masala Wala. Cafe in Broccoli, wow. and, but it's in a sort of converted uh, shoe shop. It's uh, and they've done a really nice job of that. That's uh, very jolly. Gin and beer, um, yes, please. <laughs> they've opened in Deptford also, and they have a hundred gins and uh, loads of Belgian beers, Trappist beers, that sort of thing. That's uh, next to Buster Mantis. It's all going on in Deptford, isn't it? It's all going on in Deptford. It really is. Um, is there too much going on in Deptford? I think it will, you know, you do, you do wonder where it's going, you know, mm. I mean, there's, there's yeah, it's, it's a great night out, um, but there's, it's still, it's still quite earthy though. Yeah. You know? um, 
There's a new place opening in Tulse Hill, the Sympathetic Ear, uh, with oh, yeah. natural wines, small batch spirits, and craft beer. That sounds... I think that's the guys from Canopy. Is it? Brewery in Herne Hill. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what Andrew Finity told me. Right, okay. All right, great. Um, well, yeah, I'll try and visit that too. And I'm, I walked past Muck and Sons, or Mac and Sons, mm. I don't know, mm. uh, where the, the Charles Dickens was on oh, yes. Union Street in, in Southwark. Yeah. Not far from Southwark Tube. Looks really like a lovely pub. I think it's, it's run by the same people that do the King's Arms. Oh. Uh, so that's got to be good. That's quite near here, isn't it? We could I think that's we should visit rush there. through the rest of this yeah, let's, and get there. Let's get it yeah. over with. Okay, sad news now. Oh, sad. The holly tree oh, in Lewisham. No, not the holly tree. Boarded up, going to be flats. That was our best pub in Lewisham. It kind of was. I mean, it's, yeah, we loved it. The, the, the locals were lovely. The jukebox. jukebox. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Yeah, it's a back streeter. I suppose it doesn't get loads of trade, but um, it had some character. In. Yeah. The Roxy Bar and Screen on Borough High Street. Can you believe this? Oh, it's going no. to be a, K- a KFC. You're joking. No. Does it get any worse than that? I mean, not everybody is sympathetic. There That's, was... Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know Pete from Rat Race Cycles. Uh, no. He, he, he tweeted in when I tweeted about the closure. He said, um, sad to see it go, but uh, the KFC will have way better customer service. Oh. <laughs> well, he's got <laughs> That's a point. pretty damn... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true, it wasn't, it wasn't great for that. But where else could you have a pint, a roast dinner, and watch Premier League football on a cinema screen in HD? I mean, it's the first time we saw HD, wasn't it? It made us feel a bit giddy. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, that's, that's... You couldn't finish your broccoli. <laughs> or is that normal? <laughs> that is normal. That is a huge loss. I mean, there are millions of chicken chops, as we know. Yeah. And some of them are fake chicken chops. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's rubbish. A Roxy uh, was where we met. Heather? Yes, she was working behind the bar, which yeah. possibly explains the customer service, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's also where our Roxy used to get free drinks from Robert for having the same name as the bar. Very <laughs> <laughs> really nice. Nice yeah. touch. Mm. No wonder it was her favourite. And uh, the Bear is closing for six months, I understand, in Campbell. Oh, the Bear and Campbell, yes, they've announced they're closing, uh, I think, at the end of this month, October. Uh, but it's, it's temporary, isn't it's it? It's temporary, I mean, yeah. Temporary. So we, the animals refurbishing the upper floors. Whatever. Yeah. And the China Hall in Rotherhide, they're, they're under threat, aren't they? They, they are close, which, you know, there's not a lot of pubs around there. I they think need, we need that one to stay open. Yes, exactly. Even we if do. it's not fantastic. Yeah, we do. They're, they're, they're being threatened. Uh, they're sort of being priced out by legal fees mm. by the current owners. We understand. Uh-huh. And um, you have news from Peckham. Peckham. Pe- Yes, uh, Southwark Council have announced that the multi-storey car park, which houses a number of excellent institutions, mm. will be uh, have the status quo conferred upon it. I don't know what to say. Nothing will happen to it. It yeah. will be around mm. for 20 years. That's great. 20 years. Yeah. That's 20 more years of the Peckham Plex. You know, yeah, the cinema where you get in yeah. three quid. It's cheap, yeah. Uh, Frank's. Frank's, of course, is, is one of the... Yeah. Wonders of the world, bars, yeah. Frank's up, up top, and then the levels, which opens in December, which is sort of seven floors of, well, five floors of workspace for artists and uh, entrepreneurs, right. etc. Okay. And um, two upper floors open to the public, with a selection of uh, food and drink traders. Oh, 
I like food and drink. Yeah, I don't think you're going to like this one, mate. Only because I say that the first three I read were <coughs> Wildflower, the all-day vegetarian canteen. Oh. Picky Wops. What? <laughs> I wish I was making it up. Picky Wops, a vegan pizzeria. Can you imagine that? You can't even have down. mozzarella on it. And the Lords of Poke. Poke? Um, are you familiar with Poke? I'm not familiar with I think it's pronounced Poke. poke. It's P-O-K-E, Poke. Mm. I think it's pronounced Poke. It's an Iwayan dish. Mm. Um, you're going to love this. It's made up of diced raw fish, raw onion and seasoning. Right. Is that it? Strasse. That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, and various other. You can have a bit of chicory in there if you want. Oh, or great. paprika. All right, yeah. Um, so that yeah, all the, the, the I'm going straight to the top to yeah, Frank's. We'll see you in Frank's. I'll see you mm. in Frank's. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I need to apologise to the River Ale House, uh, the micropub in Greenwich, because I forgot to mention what they're called in the last podcast <laughs> and uh, where they were. Uh, possibly, yeah, they're on Woolwich they, Road I in think Greenwich. They were, um, down the road or something. Yeah, down the road from our for, previous item. Yeah, yeah. If I must. And also, they have, you know, I think I've suggested that maybe that all their beers were, because they were just opening, but they, they, they have lovely beers on all the time, loads of them. They've got like seven or eight. And right now they've got Jaipur, so oh. I'm going to have to go. Have you been shortly. back, have you? Uh, no, I just follow them on Twitter. Oh, yes. Social media savvy. <laughs> uh, Dulwich Literary Festival got in touch asking us to give them a plug and since they gave us two grand I thought I should do just that what uh, did I not tell you about that <laughs> I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't see any of it that's for sure uh, Dulwich Literary Festival um, is excellent and w- good value for money that's it I move on no okay. <laughs> it runs through November I think it's called Into the Light of Things which is strangely similar to Hay and Wise sister festival, how the light gets in. I think it's from Wordsworth, so I'll give them a give them the uh, benefit of the doubt. Okay. Highlights of their program that leapt out at me was uh, blowers on cricket. Oh, brilliant! A yeah, session, session with blowers on cricket. Alexi Sale on protest, okay. and uh, one I thought you might like, Sam Leith on how to write clearly. <laughs> <laughs> And um, this is taking place at Dulwich College. Right. Okay. Is, there, is, there, is there a bar there, do you think? I hope there's a bar. I think so. I mean, I'm not going to go if there isn't a bar. No, of course no, not. No, no. So. Right, well, from the sublime to the ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, a new restaurant in Shoreditch, Nundos. <laughs> <laughs> the, the restaurant where you can be served by nuns. Oh, I see. From the Sisters of Perpetual Contradiction. <laughs> but but uh, in, in keeping with our, our um, main topic, the food is free. Ah. It's like chicken soup, food for the soul, yes. lentil broth, yeah. provided you put your phone down okay. and uh, converse with people or nuns. I see. So is it like a food bank with strings attached? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I know it is being filmed... Uh, for, by Channel Five for something. So um, it's a TV stunt. It's a TV stunt. Yes, it's a TV stunt. So yeah. Well, okay. If it's a TV stunt, fuck off. Mm. And if it's a food bank, well done. Mm. Fair. Social media. Social media. Yes. I mean, you may have noticed that Neville Southall, the ex-Everton 
legend has become a, a social media yeah. icon, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, yes, these yeah. anti-Tory diatribes of, of one in plaudits and his his gags about skeletons that no one could understand. Also, <laughs> <laughs> there was another story about. Big Nev that got my attention on on Twitter recently. Uh, it, it actually came from a, a book about Everton history some some time ago, but it, I guess his his new prominence has, has brought it into um, public attention. When Joe Royal uh, left his the manager's job there in the in the nineties, mm. the owner Peter, Peter Johnson was, was going to appoint a senior player to temporarily take charge of the team. So it was either going to be Neville Southall. Or, uh, Dave Watson. He narrowed it down to two, and he was chatting to um, Alan Myers, the uh, communications director, or something like that. As Neville pulled up, he was always first to training, apparently. Mm. And um, yeah, Neville um, uh, jumped out of his car and uh, went went into the the training ground with a, a cheery uh, hello to Alan. He said, "All right, Alan, you fat cunt." <laughs> And the owner said, uh, yeah, maybe that short list should just be one. <laughs> so well done to Nev for... Avoiding some work. Avoiding, yeah, <laughs> avoiding a very difficult job. Yeah. Talking about very difficult jobs, I enjoyed uh, Princess Margaret's daily routine, which did the rounds on uh, Twitter oh, yes. this week. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is from Craig Brown's book, Man Darling, posted by Gareth Roberts with a hat tip to Emma Stump. Princess Margaret's morning routine. 9am, she breakfasted in bed, followed by two hours in bed listening to radio and reading the newspapers, which she invariably left scattered over the floor and chain-smoking. 11am, she gets into a bath run for her by her maid. Noon, an hour in the bath is followed by hair and makeup and dressing in clean clothes. She never wore any of her clothes more than once without having them cleaned. 12.30, she appears downstairs for a vodka pick-me-up. 1pm, she joins the Queen Mum for a four-course lunch served in an informal manner from silver dishes with half a bottle of wine per person, plus fruit and half a dozen different varieties of native and continental cheeses. <laughs> I mean, they what say this says to me cards. is, far from being the greedy charmless wastrels that are often portrayed to be mm. by our media they are in fact role models absolutely yeah this, we can listen watch and learn from these guys yeah I mean also there's no mention of her made of her night shift in the Maidenhead chicken factory they, they, they didn't where they make chickens right <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mention that no 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 very hard work very difficult work mm. Um, one other Twitter story that uh, got my attention uh, from at Frog Croakley. He, he put a Twitter poll up mm. asking, could you survive a visit to your local pub if you had to fight the thing it was named after? Oh, that is gold. That yeah, is gold. It, was, it, did, yeah, it did turn out to be gold, actually. Yeah, that could be a great topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, the hare and billet, I'm not sure what a billet is. I think I could probably take the hare if I could catch it. Yeah, I mean, I think a billet must be a place to stay, so you wouldn't have much trouble fighting that. No, I'd sleep on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Why it? fight sleep? You'd never fall asleep. I've never fought, no. Mine would be the fox, perhaps fox on the hill. I mean, I'd probably just stamp on it like last time. That would be okay. Yeah. The crown and greyhound would be difficult, more difficult. I think the greyhound 
I could take, yeah. but the Crown would probably just involve me in very expensive legislation. And they might bring their armies. Yes, exactly. It's not yeah. work. Um, <laughs> yes, the, there were plenty of responses to Frog Croakley. Uh, I bet. To Rick, Rich Tenholm said his local was the Lord Nelson. He said... Uh, mm. If it was a naval engagement, no, he, he wouldn't no. be he wouldn't be able to to win in a fight. But arm wrestling, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Father SJMC, he uh, his local was the chilled Eskimo, oh. uh, and he thought you know it's it's relaxed, we know that much. Um, yeah. But he was worried about the harpoons. Yes. So just feed them sugar. They don't like sugar. Don't have it in their diets very often. Is that right? They don't like it. They might like it, but the body doesn't like it. Oh, yeah, they react badly. Yeah, okay. Teeth pull out. Well, good to know if I'm ever in in, in a battle with a yeah Eskimo. Um, at Liam Inuit. Welton, Inuit. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, Liam Welton is he, he's from Camberwell. He was saying Camberwell is very bad for this game. You know, oh yeah. Because you've got the sun, <laughs> you've got the bear, you've got the tiger. Stormbird and the Phoenix. I mean, That's wherever true. you go, you're fucked. And the joiners. And the joiners. I'll never get into an argument with carpenters. No, not absolutely not. No. And Cinema Shoebox, I think it was a she, said um, she didn't really know because uh, her logo was the surprise. Oh. Well, a... why fight the surprise? Why fight the surprise? Just let it happen. Don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, she's right, yeah. Not going to happen. And lastly, um, Burgess Wave, he just wrote no with a picture of his local, the Cock and Seaman. Cock and Seaman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, Jesus. That's in Liverpool, I believe. I see. Um, well, uh, yeah, I've got one more social media item. The idea of quitting your job to become a Twitter joke man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was... Um, got some notes on it here somewhere. Yeah, this was... From Reddit, actually, but it was posted on Twitter by uh, Ed Poole, Reddit slash relationships. The title was, My husband wants to switch careers and I'm having doubts. Mm -hmm. Chris, wrote his uh, wife, has started spending more time on Twitter, including taking his vacation days to work on his Twitter account. He's been talking more and more about how his job is unfulfilling and he wants to pursue a career in comedy. Last night he told me that he wants to quit his job so he can focus on building his Twitter brand full time. <laughs> I voice concerns about this because Chris is currently not making any money from his Twitter account and he only has about 100 followers. Oh, <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris. To, to be honest, I got a little emotional. <laughs> I got a little emotional and asked why he was doing this now when we're trying for a baby. <laughs> no. Also, his jokes are kind of lame. Oh. For example, he showed me a tweet he was proud of the other day. It was a picture of Trump with Doge text like, Much President, wow. However, Chris was very insistent that he could be successful if he spent more time on Twitter. He also talked about wanting to hire a consultant to help his brand. I think he needs a consultant, <laughs> all right. But, um... You were looking for some work, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no commission for me. It's just a flat rate. Flat upfront fee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably. probably I mean, there are lots of, people, lots of responses to this, naturally, as you can imagine. Um, the original post has been deleted now for some reason, but the, the responses are still there. Basically saying that, you know, Chris is delusional. Uh, you've got to give him a reality check. 
and, and other people saying, I think Chris is trying to tell you something about having a baby, <laughs> being in a job for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah that okay. might be the truth, maybe. Yeah, and, and being married, that sort of thing. Whereas I thought, good on you, Chris. Come on, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah, really, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, yeah. Not, not all of them. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Just one at a time, maybe. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, aren't we all just Twitter joke men? No, no, yeah. no, it's just me and Chris, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although you do need some jokes. Um, the one thing I didn't have out of that, well, that was, was Chris's Twitter handle. Oh. Because uh, if she'd thought about it, hmm. if she'd known how viral it was going to go, yeah. she could have put that on and now we'd have 10,000 yeah. followers. And, um, so we don't know, we still don't know. No, I don't know. Oh. He, he's just known as Chris. It could be anybody. Oh, Twitter. Chris. Yeah. Well, get in touch and let us know. Get in touch, get in touch with the Twitter joke man. Well... I suspect that's about it for this episode. Uh-huh. Thanks to the chief in Borough for having us. And thanks to chief knob twiddler Matt Hall, our very own Dr Dre. Oh, I forgot about Dre. Oh. <laughs> Find us on social media, just search for Deserter Block. Yes. Shall we make like Chris and try to swap our tweets for beer <laughs> over the rake? <laughs> that really would be like living like a king on fuckle. Exactly. your tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, maybe two-for-one cocktails on the South Bank, a massive bet on Spurs, and spend the winnings on a half-price pizza. Right. We don't just talk this shit, we live it. So you don't have to. Barman! Barman!